Hello, fellow coffee and book lovers. Welcome back for the continuation of Coffee, a Connoisseur's Companion by Claudia Roden. We are continuing on from the middle of page 43 on chapter 2 about cultivation in the section on coffee trees. There are three main species of coffee plants grown commercially, each with its own varieties. Coffea arabica is the most important and produces the best quality beans. Found growing wild in Ethiopia, it is also the most widely cultivated. Liberica is a native of Liberia, while Robusta originates in the Congo. As the latter name implies, they are stronger, withstand wider extremes of climate, and are less susceptible to disease. They need less care in hoeing, weeding, and pruning, and are often allowed to grow wild in forest conditions. Although hard in flavor and of inferior quality to Arabica, Robusta has been adopted by the African content in a big way. Its high yield makes it ideal for instant coffees. While Arabica flourishes best at high altitudes from 2,000 to 6,500 feet above sea level, the higher the altitude, the finer the quality, Liberica and Robusta do better below 2,000 feet. Coffee trees only grow in tropical and subtropical lands. Within the limits of the coffee belt, they are able to grow in widely different climates in different soils, at different altitudes, and with varying amounts of rainfall. They thrive equally in the hot, humid valleys and rainy forests of Africa, in the cold, windy and foggy highlands of Central America, as well as the changing weather of drought, torrential rain and stormy winds in the Caribbean. Here lies the reason for the different characteristics of the infinite variety of beans. Ideal conditions are a temperature ranging between 65 degrees and 75 degrees Fahrenheit, a good altitude and enough rain from 40 to 120 inches a year. The time of rainfall is important. Alternating heavy rain and strong sun are needed for maturation, and a dry spell is needed for harvesting. Almost any type of soil will do, but the best is a mixture of disintegrated volcanic rock with an addition of decomposed mold and porous, permeable soil. Sunshine is needed only a few hours a day. Hilly ground is ideal because it provides for only a short exposure, as well as making for good drainage. Coffee trees do not like their feet wet. Tall, leafy trees are planted among the coffee trees as wind breaks and to give shade. As for the hazards, frost and leaf disease are the usual killers. Preparing the beans. Inside the sweet, gummy pulp of the fruit lie the precious, green coffee beans. Flat-faced, marked by a thin incision, they hug each other face-to-face, -face, protected by a tough outer hull, the parchment, and an interior, delicate semi-transparent covering, the silver skin. Preparation for market is by removing all these outer layers, and is done by either of two methods. The wet one for washed coffees is considered the better, and is used for the hand-picked quality growths. The berries acquire a distinctive and attractive taste during 30 hours of steeping in fermentation tanks. The dry method, which gives naturals, is more economical and used where water is scarce. Beans are spread out to dry in the sun for three weeks and turned over frequently. 
Cleaning is not as effective as in the wet method, but naturals have the advantage of aging better. Beans are then sized, sorted, picked over to, to remove bad ones, and graded all by hand, with extra care taken for the higher grades. There is probably nothing we use that demands so much in terms of human effort. If value is related to the amount of handling and labor, coffee should indeed be placed high in our esteem. Coffee classification, market terms. There are many complex factors involved in the production of coffee, from the wide variety of conditions, the mountains and the valleys, the jungles and plantations and different soils, to the different species and varieties of plants. These, combined with national styles of harvesting, processing, marketing, and transportation, have resulted in a great tangle of nomenclature. There are over 40 exporting countries, all of which use different systems of classification for more than 100 types of coffee. The following are the basics. Coffees are divided into three general groups. Brazils, Milds, Robustas. Brazils include all coffees grown in Brazil, nearly all of which are Arabicas. Apart from the quality coffee Santos, they are the cheaper price coffees, which are used for high roasts and which make up the bulk of mass-produced commercial blends and instant coffees. Milds include all of the Arabica species of coffees grown elsewhere. Among them are the premium Grands Cruz or quality growths. They are not necessarily mild to taste and some are bitter or acidy. Among these are the coffees with which the specialty market deals. Robustas are mainly grown in Africa from a different species of plant with the same name. They are of inferior quality and have a higher caffeine content than milds. They are used for mass-produced brands and instant coffees. Their high yield makes them formidable competitors on the price coffee market. Coffees are further classified by market names, species of plant, varieties of plant, altitude, methods of processing, number of imperfections, according to size, shape, and color of beans, by the crop, by the age of the beans, and by their drinking qualities. Market names. Usually these are of the port of embarkation, of the area of production or of plantations. Species of plant. Arabica being the quality growths. Varieties of plant. There are many, such as bourbon, Moragagype, Excelsa, Nuevo Mondo. Altitude, the high grown always being the finest. Methods of processing, the washed method is that generally used for the choice quality beans. Number of imperfections, such as blackened, broken, and immature beans, stick stones, and pods. According to size, shape, and color of beans, whether large or flat and through all the shades of light green, gray, and bluish green, hard bean indicates coffees of excellent body and acidity. By the crop, whether old or new and the age of the trees. By the age of the beans, most coffees improve with aging between three and 10 years, but few are aged these days. Old Java especially matures exquisitely. Others, such as Bourbon Santos, 
weakened to a fragile insipidity by their drinking qualities, whether they are heavy-bodied, acidy, bitter, or sweet and fragrant. I'll leave off here today in the middle of page 47 on chapter 2. Thank you and join me again next time.